Hi, I'm P, and this is my podcast. So, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I took a long break because every time I tried to record a podcast, I could feel all the energy suddenly leave my body. So that means I probably shouldn't do it. Shouldn't is a weird word. Doesn't mean that it means I don't want to, <laughs> and I don't like to make my body do things it doesn't want to do. But I have some energy. I'm currently in Portugal, and I'm gonna get to some of the questions. I'm just gonna pull out random ones because. There's two months of two months of questions in here, and I'm not going to get to all of them. Okay, let's see. Can you shed some light on the difference between responding as a man gen and being invited projector? My tropical HD chart has me as a projector, so I've been waiting for the invites, and I think it's been working. But I was recently looking at different charts for myself using side reel astrology calculations and. <clears throat> some have made me a man gen so i'm curious as to what the main difference is between the two modes of operation cool 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 so projectors have a very very different aura than manifesting generators manifesting generators are designed to kind of walk through life and then run into something and then respond to what they run into either like kind of absorb that experience move towards that experience take in the energy from that experience and then move on so like <clears throat> when you feel energized by something as an mg or you feel like something feels really delicious or warm or exciting whatever that yes response is in your body then you move more towards that thing, like in, in any capacity. So it could be people, it could be a job, it could be a color of something, it could be an object, the sound of someone's voice. Like it's it's very like simple, simple response. Open, close. Are you open to the thing that's just popped in front of you or closed? Projector, different. So depending on the type of projector you are, there's a few different strategies that you all have. There's a lot of types of projectors. But waiting for the invitation is specifically when interacting with a person one-on-one -on -one and you like looking into their aura and advising them based on that. Because the, the reason why projectors have to wait to be invited is that the invitation essentially is consent. Your aura is penetrating. It penetrates the aura of other beings so that you can see into them deeply. And so as a projector, the times that you need to have an invitation is when you are penetrating another being and they have to give you consent to like look into them in that way everything else though for a projector you want to kind of look at the type of projector that you are for your strategy but the invitations are strictly for one-on-one -on -one interactions so there's that next question Do -do -do -do. Hey P, what's the difference difference slash similarities between manifestation and imagination? I don't think there's a difference other than like the fact that imagination like you can imagine you can imagine anything. You can imagine things that you actually don't even believe that you can experience. Imagination I feel like 
is the seed of manifestation and then manifestation is a bit more active because you are embodying a state of being you are you are taking action you are feeling a certain way i feel like imagination is the beginning and then the manifestation is a bit when you, when you start to get a bit more dedicated to to something a bit more devoted to something do, do, do. Hey P, thanks for sharing your wisdom and insights with us. You're welcome. I just learned about a rare authority, self-projected authority. I did a bit of research on this, but I'm still kind of confused about how it manifests and can be utilized. Someone close to me has this authority, and I think it will help me learn more about them. They're a 2-4 projector. Thank you all. So, self-projected projectors need to hear themselves talk. And they need to hear their voice kind of bounce off something and bounce back to them. And listen to the sound of their own voice and then respond they can hear whether or not something is correct for them when they sometimes like audibly hear their voice or even like write down certain things they need to hear themselves and then witness themselves and then that knowing shows up it's kind of like just i recommend that for you if you have if you're friends with someone who's a self-protective projector let them kind of like bounce ideas off of you and just be open to them try not to adjust or suggest things when they are wanting to talk to you because really all they need to do is hear themselves and it's just it's really easy to do it when you have someone who kind of invites you into sharing that expression but yeah they need to hear themselves talk next question hey p as a split definition emotional def open spleen open heart g center four six generator us taurus placements is it my destiny to feel like a snail creatively i admire your your ability to create massive amounts of speed in your creative work i've tried to be a faster version of myself but mentally i feel like i've been on the same quest since i was 10 it's feeling good in a way but i'd like to destroy the blocks and move in a quicker way any advice i'd question why you want to move quicker because your chart really not it doesn't mean you have to move slow i just wouldn't try to move the way i move at all <laughs> because my chart is very different than your chart i have like no taurus placements i have sag placements virgo placements scorpio placements i'm an mg with a defined throat single definition defined spleen open emotional like it's i'm i'm designed to do a lot very quickly and so I would question, honestly, why it is you're wanting to move fast. Is there some rushing that's happening there? Is there? Do you feel like the your speed that you're moving at, if there's something wrong with you because you're moving slowly? I would check out creators like Jazz Moon, who the way that Jazz kind of creates, and you can follow her on Instagram, is like she has these times of just like stillness and peace and you can just you can see it and she cultivates and like it feels like she's kind of sitting and eating reality and like taking in taking in taking in and then after a while expression comes out but you can clearly tell that she takes her time and and it's really beautiful to watch and I honestly used to be like, oh, I wish I could move like that. I wish I could like slow down and not be so wildly fast and like chaotic, but that's not my energy. And so just kind of respecting how your speed shows up and, and honoring it. And so I'll just question any part of you that feels like you need to be going faster than you are. Cause I do the opposite. I'm like, I should be going slower, but no, I'm not supposed to. That's all. All right next question my emotion oh hello <laughs> i don't know why i said hello 
this question my authority is emotional solar plexus but i'd like to channel slash harness my emotions and of waiting for them to clear any cheat codes for harnessing well i'd say like do you have a is your solar plexus connected to your throat because if, if it's connected to your throat and you're someone who is here to like express your emotion maybe even create art from from your emotion and use emotion as an energy like something that you can actually channel and create art out of it's if it's connected to your root i'd say that you need to be moving your body more than expressing expressing with like words or with your mouth or with art if you have both do both but i would look at where your solar plexus is connected to and and pooling energy into those places that your solar plexus is connected to so the root is the uh, like adrenals that's why it's like really great for you to move your body the, the throat of course is expression if it's connected to your sacral things like doing things that feel really pleasurable like self-care even like sex things like that can be really helpful yeah but you gotta be careful because if it's connected to your solar plexus you might have the 59 6 and that's that's like baby making channel just fyi hi p i heard you in another podcast saying you were diagnosed with adhd do you identify with that in any way my therapist suggests i might have add and i can see myself getting very attached to the label and would be sad if it was not true love this pod so much <clears throat> so, yeah i guess i ident ident identify with it there's times where i'm like Haha, <laughs> I'm very ADHD, that's so funny. And there's other times that I kind of attribute it to my human design chart or attribute it to my astrology. But they're just, uh, I also like don't have it in, at least not anymore, because I've kind of, I've, I've built my life around my own energy, so it doesn't feel debilitating. I guess my ADHD or the ADHD doesn't feel like it stops me in any way because I made my life work with me. When I had a job, that didn't really work with my energy it was debil debilitating so there's that i don't know if that answers your question yeah i did answer your question um next question six two i'm a six two reflector and i'd like to know if you have any advice on how to connect with my own energy what are some things i can do to feel anchored to my truth well I recently answered another reflector on something like this. I had a very similar question. And the thing is, as a reflector, you are reflecting your environment. So you are a reflection constantly of your environment, meaning that every single day you're going to be different. And I mean, all humans are different every day, but you're gonna be pretty different every day because there are different astrological movements happening. There might be someone that you've run into that's a bit different. Now, it doesn't mean that like you're at the whims of everyone that you meet, but the, the best thing to do is just like take stock like talk to yourself have conversations with the energy inside you like how are we feeling right now how does my body feel what thoughts am I thinking and just getting clear like taking taking your temperature basically every day to kind of see where you're at also what I recommend I know I know that in, a, in human design they talk a lot about just looking at like the the moon transits but I recommend looking at astrological transits in general and even like using the apps where they kind of tell you how the energy is going to to go for the day for like your sign spe for specifically if you know that information I would look into that and things like human like knowing your human design knowing your astrology knowing your enneagram if you're into that like these like personality tests things like that are really comforting to reflectors and honestly people with open identity senators in general but finding some 
ways to just kind of take stock and measure what's happening every day can be really helpful. Even maybe daily journaling on, on, or like just even voice noting something so you can just kind of keep track of what's happening today or this hour, but let yourself be fluid. And I wouldn't try to anchor too hard to your truth, except for that the truth for you is probably that you're in constant change. Yeah. Next question. Do all manifestors have a defined throat chakra? Yes. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I'll read this out loud because it's, I, I call, I call certain centers Airbnbs when they're open, but anyway. So someone said, I realized I have an open head and open Anya, which is now why I think I'm extremely impressionable. I absorb people's energies easily and I unconsciously mimic, bring to life experience from their reality into mine just by hearing a story about it. So this so far has only gotten me regrettable experiences, although valuable lessons in themselves. Give me advice on clearing out my Airbnb, that's those open centers, to alleviate, to, to elevate my reality instead. Woo! So I have a completely open head and I can be pretty impressionable also. Uh, my Anya is not completely open, but there's not a ton of action happening in my Anya. There's a few gates, but it, I mean, it's undefined. It's just not wide open. Like my head is wide open. Anyway, so I've kind of experimented with this and played around with this. And the thing is, like, you can clear out by any activity that you find clearing. So there's some people who are really into crystals. So like if you're into selenite, waving a selenite wand around your head, something like that. Or if you're someone who likes to do thematic things, like head massage, things like that, washing your hair, all these things can feel really clearing. But as long as you're giving yourself a symbol of, of emptying your head, that can be really helpful. For me, what I have to do is just kind of like put my phone far away from my body and lay down for a while and just let my head empty out and try not to think about what I've just read on, on the internet. That's probably where it's a lot of the influence for me comes from. And a big thing though, that probably is more helpful than clearing out is being very careful about what you consume. I can't just consume anything on the internet. I can tell when I'm like getting into a weird place on Twitter and I have to get off my phone. And you can tell cause you're, you're, you can feel it in your head when there's certain things that like are not what you're wanting. And so you don't have to read things just because they're there. So be really, really choosy about what you're reading, who you are putting yourself around, the content you're taking in. Yeah, get get picky about what you're stuffing in there. But give your time some empty give yourself some empty time. That's what I like to do. I like to keep it simple. Just lay on my bed and, and sit there. This whole thing of letting go of the outcome and manifesting, something feels a bit crunchy about it. I mean, I get it that there's some freedom and detachment, but also I'm a whole human being who had an initial genuine desire to begin with. So I feel like, a lie, like I'm lying to myself when detaching from the outcome. What would you say is an alternative approach or smoother, gentler way? I love this question because I don't fully let go of the outcome. However, I make it so the outcome doesn't matter as much. Yes, so the desire is there. Amazing. We love desire over here. We love, we love loving things and desiring things. However, just because you desire something doesn't mean you need it. And if you're feeling like you need it, and this, this happens to me, if you're feeling like you need it, there's something, there's an energy in there that 
ooh, sorry, hiccup, that can, can be dissolved. So question, why do you feel like you need it? Why do you feel like you have to have this thing? And it doesn't mean though that like you're not gonna get it or that it doesn't matter that you want it, but that need that there's something, what is it, dishonest about saying that you need a desire. And so you have to get clear with yourself about why you're saying that you need this thing. And oftentimes when we feel like we need something, it's because of some sort of meaning that we've applied to it. When I get this, I will be this. When I get this, this is going to happen. When I get this, it means this about me. And so questioning those things, those the, the underneath desire, when it feels like heavy like that you want to get to the energy that's heavy that's kind of pulling and attaching to the desire and making it really intense in your body and tell yourself the truth because that's actually what you're wanting is that that conversation with yourself that or a certain change in the way of th that you're being here let me give an ex a specific example let's see let's see okay so let's say you're throwing a party and you're manifesting a certain group of friends being there. You're very, you really want this group of friends to be there. It's a desire of yours. If there is an intense energy around that, like I, I need them to be there, then you need to ask yourself some questions. Why do you need them to be there? What does it mean if they're there? And if they're not there, what does that mean? And get underneath there. So like, let's say, okay, if they don't come, I'm a loser. Boom. So that's what we want to talk about. Okay. So you're wanting to manifest these friends there so that you don't feel like a loser. But you need to deal with that now because you, you, can, you can actually decide to not feel like a loser right now. So <clears throat> I hope that makes sense. But you're, you're, you're going to want to talk to the energy that's, that's causing the attachment to the desire. And when you talk to that, that is what allows you to not have as much of a hold on the desire. It makes it a little bit lighter to experience. But that's, I, I feel like letting go of the desire is really cool. It's a very, like, it's awesome, on, like, general advice. But I don't really like the way that it's worded because they're not talking about like why it's important to let go of the desire letting go of the desire is the result of giving yourself the energy of the thing you're asking for you know what i'm saying so if we go back to like the loser thing if you can find a way to make it so that you feel like an amazing person whether or not these people come to the party you've given yourself the energy that you were trying to give yourself by getting the people to come to the party you dig cool Next, do I, do I want to do a next question? Last question. Hey P, I love the relationship you have with the universe and I want that for myself. It feels like my life has been one crisis after another over the last few years and I'm in a place where I don't trust the universe to take care of me because it only brings me suffering and near-death experiences. And I'd really love to work with you one day. Is there anything I can do in the meantime to show the dynamic I have with the universe? Okay, well, first of all, Y'all know I'm weird and nitpicky about the wording of questions, but the universe that I, the, the relationship I have with the universe is not the one that you will have with the universe. And that's going to just kind of bring me into the rest of what I want to say. And that is <clears throat> that the universe is you. Your universe is a reflection of you. And so when you say that you don't trust that the universe is going to take care of me, take the universe out of it. Do you trust that you will take care of you? Regardless of what happens, do you trust yourself to take care of you? And this is something that I had to do because I, I used to have a string of 
pretty horrendous situations back to back in my life that I feel like I inherited from my mother and somewhat my father because that's like kind of like what her life has been like. Um, I just kind of thought I just learned that that's what life is like and I remember when I was like around seven I was just like this world is a bad place <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here and I lived like that until around 24 and at 24 that's when I started finding out about the idea that you can you know create your own reality and, and all that jazz and so I got obsessed with with the idea that I could do that and I was obsessed and it didn't work. <laughs> the things that I was reading that I was that I was reading did not work for me. And and a big part of why they didn't work was because I was thinking that the universe was going to kind of like reward me for positivity or good behavior. And that's just not the case. The universe is reflecting you in your entirety and so Anywhere that you feel like you can trust yourself, even just a little bit, start to do that a bit more. Start to give yourself more trust over your ability to handle things. If something was to occur, do you trust that you will think of a way to take care of it? Do you trust that you will do what you have to do to take care of yourself? Like giving yourself the so your sovereignty back, giving yourself your power back by choosing to trust yourself i would even let go of trusting the universe to me the universe isn't this like godlike figure it's it's a medium and it's reflecting me that's that's what it's doing the universe is me talking to myself at least my universe is me talking to myself and so when you see things as a conversation that you're having with parts of yourself that you not, might not even be aware of that helps you to kind of take charge of things and not feel like there's this deity that is pulling you to and fro yeah I, I would let go of trying to shift the dynamic with the universe and shift the dynamic with yourself and learn to build that trust muscle with yourself by doing the things that you would do if you trusted yourself more that's one way of doing that asking your body how does it feel for me to trust myself that's another way of doing that I'd say those are the two big ways, the two simplest ways that I like to begin creating trust with myself is do what I would do if I trusted myself and see what happens and then let myself feel what it feels like to trust myself. Yeah. I have a money event coming up on the 16th. We're going to talk about interfacing with yourself specifically around money i don't normally get specific about topics but it feels good it feels fun so we'll do that on the 16th we've already had one round and it was loved and cherished so i'm happy to share it again the way that it works is there's a teaching in the beginning and then you all go out and t break out into groups and i find that the the right people find the right people just magically because that's how the world works at least my world so that's exciting if you want to work one-on-one -on -one together there's a few ways to do that there's like like a lot of ways to do that now first way is human design power session and so that's like a, a 45 minute session that is designed to get you connected with your power that is what we'll do that way you can take control of your reality and do what you do what you want to do 
that's one session another session we have is called pivot this is not human design based this is going to be where we have a 30 minute session just kind of talking about where it is you are now and where you're going you express that out and then i express kind of what comes up through my body and let you know what i'm being told and then for a week on Voxer, because you begin from that 30 minute session that we have moving in the direction of what you're wanting, if there's any like roadblocks that come up or, or traffic stops, if there's like a fork in the road and you need to talk to me about that and, and massage that, that knot out, then we do that together. And then uh, that's for a week. And then we have Meet Yourself, which is the original one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, that's a month of human design and Voxer, so it's like a combination, honestly, of the Human Design Power session. There's two of those sessions, essentially, and then a month of Voxer. And it's working out things in real time, getting to the root of your energy behind whatever it is you're creating in real time so that you can create that thing. It's opening up all the doors. We're opening up all the doors with, with Meet Yourself. And there's also a two-month version, and I believe that's it. Okay. See y'all. Love y'all. Bye.